Find out more at KALW.org. It's time now for Minds Over Matter, the Bay Area's favorite quiz show. Today, moderator Dana Rodriguez is joined by two panelists, music critic Joshua Cosman and technical editor Kira Pace. And now, here's your host, Dana Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Joanne, and welcome everybody to Minds Over Matter. Hope you're having a lovely morning, at least before the rain starts. And we do hope you can give us an hour of your very valuable time today because Minds Over Matter is an audience participation quiz program. So naturally, we are looking for your participation. That's very, very important to us. Uh, those two numbers are area code 415 8 Four one four one three four. Again, that's four one five eight four one four one three four. Or toll free. Yes, we have a toll free number eight six six seven nine eight eight two five five. Again, that is eight six six seven nine eight eight two five five. This is a good time to call in early in the show. We guarantee we will have you on. And uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, hopefully, you'll be answering some questions we'll be throwing out momentarily. And uh, or if you have a question of your own, that is fine, too. I also want to give you the option of sending us an email, which would pop up in front of us. We prefer you call more because we'd like to hear your voice and talk to you. But if you do want to email, that is fine. That is at mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. So that is M-I-N-D-S. O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1, that's the numeral one, Minds Over Matter, at gmail, did I say dot com or dot, yeah, dot com. And um, also, if you'd like to hear us in live stream, that is at K-A-L-W dot O-R-G. And of course, if you'd like to hear the podcast, that should be up in a reasonable amount of time after our show today at K-A-L-W dot O-R-G and many, many other places. Uh, feel free to find us in all those varied places. Uh, all right. Uh, all that being said, we will start with a round of introductions and then a round of questions. Just remind you once more, 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. All right. As I said, the round of introductions will start right now. Kira Pace. Spent 12,000 years yesterday writing her intro, but then she woke up this morning on the third instead. Yes. Uh, this is the intro to Josh's show. It's the opening intro to Josh's show. Joshua called me up and asked if I would write his intro. <clears throat> oh. We're more than halfway through it. How do you like it so far? I like the intro to Josh's show. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I am not much of a whistler, so <laughs> I feel like you're going to be let down real soon. Um, for those who aren't familiar with this great monument of Western culture, we're riffing on Gary Shandling's show, the TV show from whenever it was. Um Dana, our moderator, Dana Rodriguez, suspects that this may not be the weekend to let a smile be your umbrella. All nor, right. Nor to let a simile be like your umbrella. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, thank you. Thank you for the explanation as well. And we'll begin the questioning with Kira Pace. I have an opening question, but I think the opening question is too long. So I'm just going to break into my list. Uh, I am going to give you a list of short story titles. For each <laughs> title, you tell me the mainstream released movie that was based on it. So, for example, if I said Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption, you would, of course, answer Shawshank Redemption. Because that's the movie that was made from that Stephen King short story. But they will not be quite so easy as that. So, get ready to write. How many are there? So I can uh, there number are eight. my list. There are eight. Okay, thanks. Number one, The Story of Your Life by Ted Chiang. Number two is The Sobbin' Women by Stephen Vincent Benet hmm. from 1938. Uh, the third is Third Girl from the Right by Robert Carson, 1949. Uh, number four is Traum Novella or Dream Story by Arthur Schnitzler, 1926. Number five is The Body by Stephen King, 1982. Uh, number six is Eight O'Clock in the Morning by Ray Nelson, 1963. Let's do Farewell to the Master by Harry Bates in 1940. And um, yeah, let's, uh, let's do Night Bus. Samuel Hopkins Adams, 1933. So, Story of Your Life, Ted Chiang, 1998. The Sobbin' Women, Stephen Vincent Bonet, 1938. Third Girl from the Right, Robert Carson, 1949. Traum Novella, or Dream Story, by Arthur Schnitzler, 1926. The Body, Stephen King, 1982. Eight O'Clock in the Morning, Ray Nelson, 1963. Farewell to the Master, Harry Bates, 1940, and Night Bus, Samuel Hopkins Adams, 1933. Wow, that's a great list, and you're digging deep. Um, I'm going to jump in ahead of Dana, because he probably knows most of these, and I only know one. Um, and that is The Body by Stephen King is the basis for Stand By Me. That is correct. Body is the basis for Stand By Me. Good job. And uh, Night Bus, I believe, is the basis for It Happened One Night. Night Bus is indeed the basis for It Happened One Night, which then also became, do you know what other movie in 1956? Uh, Well, it was remade. Uh, uh, You Can't can't Run Away From It? Is that... um, Also correct. Yeah. Yes. The remake. Yes. Um, Farewell to the Master, I'm pretty sure, is um, uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still. It is. Right. And could you go over the, I, there's one, there was one other, but I, I'm sorry, I didn't write Yeah, down. do you have your bell? Because you the owe, title. Just the title. Sure, you owe Josh a bell, and then you, you get two bells yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. Sorry. Very important. All right. Uh, the Story of Your Life. The Sobbin' Women, Third Girl from the oh. Right, Traum Novella, or Dream Story, and Eight O'Clock in the Morning. The Sobbin' Women, like S-O-B-B-I-N apostrophe, like they're crying the blues, or yes. they're Sabine Women? 
or Sabin, S O B B I N. Oh, uh, well, you see, like Josh, you are actually on very much on the right track with this. Uh, oh. it's a very it's a, it is a a variation on that. Got it. So, using that, then you would come up to it's a musical. Um, Gosh. it's se- seven brides for seven brothers. Yes, that is correct. Mm. The Sabin William or women became seven brides for seven brothers. Yeah, so. but you're right. I mean, you're you're on the right track with that. Okay, good. Because so, it's yeah. And was that the one? Was that the one you wanted? Yes, yeah. that was the one I wanted too. Okay, yeah. so we'll leave the other four out for the audience. So, the story of your life by Ted Chiang, written in 1998 or published in 1998, I should say. Uh, Third Girl from the Right by Robert Carson, 1949. Um, Trame Novella or Dream Story by Arthur Schnitzler, 1926. And Eight O'Clock in the Morning by Ray Nelson, 1963. All right. And I should repeat our numbers, the phone numbers. We would like to hear from you uh, if you have a question or answer for us. 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798. Eight two five five, and Josh, you go ahead, please. Okay, so uh, Kira didn't tell me that this was the week we were opening with literary list questions. So now we've come to the <laughs> party in the same dress. I'm going to read you um, last lines of famous poems. You tell me the poem, or oh, and hopefully the poet. So there, I have nine short lines. These are the last lines. Uh, of of well known poems. Number may I one. may I just ask one? Yes, thing? absolutely. Uh, are are these in various languages or they are not? They languages? are not in various languages. These are all English language poems. I decided okay. not that poems in translation were too weird. All right. Um, good question. Number one, and drunk the milk of paradise. Number two, fallen cold and dead. Number three. And I eat men like air. Number four, till human voices wake us and we drown. Number five, and don't have any kids yourself. Number six, through Eden took their solitary way. Number seven, with your one, sorry, with your one wild and precious life. Number eight, where ignorant armies clash by night. Number nine, and so cold. So these are the, f- the last lines of famous English language poems. Once again, number one, and drunk the milk of paradise. Number two, fallen cold and dead. Number three, and I eat men like air. Number four, till human voices wake us and we drown. Number five, and don't have any kids yourself. Number six, through Eden took their solitary way. Number seven, with your one wild and precious life. Number eight, where ignorant armies clash by night. Number nine, and so cold. Take a couple each. I can do one. uh, And I cannot think of the name, like the, the title. I only know what it's known by. The uh, yeah, Josh, you're smiling because yes, it is indeed the most popular poem. Like it was voted the most popular poem in England. Um, and don't have any kids yourself is by Philip Larkin, 
Mm-hmm. And I, that's and correct. it's the one that starts uh, with an F-bomb. So I can't quite give the line. But uh, I cannot think of the, the title. So well, you, you deserve a bell for that. But yeah. we all deserve the pleasure of hearing the, the actual title of that poem, which is wild. Do you know, yeah. Dana? I do not. The it's the one. That, oh. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Don't grope, take it the grope, name. Grope your way towards it. No, you want to leave it out there? Yeah, yeah, leave it okay, out. Someone else right. will know it if, so if I can't So this is the Philip Larkin poem that starts, they screw you up, your mom and dad, except you didn't write it that way, and ends with the line, and don't have any kids yourself. We're still looking for people who know the title of that poem. What about you, Dana? Got some um, other final lines here? I may know a couple. The, okay. Where ignorant armies clash by night, that's, uh, I think, Dover Beach. By Matthew Arnold. That is correct. And um, what was the other one? Um, one of them was Kuba Khan uh, by Coleridge. Um, I'll think of it. I forgot the line now. Um, it's the very first one. Yes. Yeah. All right. And, and drunk the milk of paradise. Yes. He, on, he on honeydew hath fed and drunk the milk of paradise. Okay. Yes. yes. Those are my two. Is Fallen Cold and Dead Emily Dickinson? It is not Emily Dickinson. Okay, sorry. Yeah. That's okay. I was reading for the Yellow Rose of Texas, and it was, right, I exactly. think, the only one that fit. Any, exactly. Anything with dead in it could be Emily Dickinson's. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, it really did check out. I liked it, but uh, I was incorrect. Um, uh, Ellen is wondering if, um, if uh, let's see, Your Precious Life, is that Mary Oliver's Wild Geese? It is Mary Oliver. The name of the poem is The Summer Day. Summer Day. Yes, she's got that right. right. Well done. What will you do with your wild and with your one wild and precious life? All right. So what do we have left, Josh? We have Fallen Cold and Dead, which is not Emily Dickinson. We have And I Eat Men Like Air, Till Human Voices Wake Us and We Drown, Through Eden Took Their Solitary Way, and finally, and so cold. And we're also looking for the title of the Philip Larkin poem that begins with the F-bomb, as Kira said, and ends with the line, and don't have any kids yourself. All right. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Hope you're enjoying the show. We would love to hear from you with a question or answer. Those two numbers are area code 415 Eight four one four one three four. Again, that's area code four one five eight four one four one three four, or toll free eight six six seven nine eight eight two five five. Our panel today that would be Kira Pace, technical editor; Joshua Cosman, music critic for the San Francisco Chronicle. I'm your moderator, Dana Rodriguez, and you're listening to us on ninety one point seven FM. That's K A L W, your local public radio station. All right, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, Ed, how are you? Good morning. All right, so all of us could use beautiful rub, uh, back rub every once in a while. Well, what do we use every day that is not a back, back rub that, uh, that used to be called back rub? Back rub, like somebody rubbing your back. What was it? Use every day. <laughs> Every day, every day, every day. Most people. Okay, I'll give you a hint. It was created in 1996. 
Oh, oh that's a company. It's a high tech. It's is that Google or? Yes,、um, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, right. It's Google. Every time you Google searching, at the beginning, it used to be called Backrubbed. Isn't that beautiful history? So that was created by Larry Page and Sigray Brin in 1996, and uh, uh, it uh, you know eventually Google, which really controls our life, all of us today. Okay, a bit of science, actually, kind of bad science, evil science. So in 1958, an American jet dropped this item right in the ocean next to the. Uh, Georgia coast. What did it drop? It was a hydrogen. I don't know if it was a hydrogen bomb or an atom bomb, but it was, it was a hydrogen bomb. And、mm. you know, it's still until they, they never found it. Apparently,、mm. there were Russian submarines watching the whole thing, and I think it's either in the bottom of the ocean or it is in the、uh, you know、uh, the Russian got it somewhere. But it's very dangerous. Oh, so in talking in that regard, what is Little boy was the name of the of the atom bomb that、uh, you know the U.S. dropped in Hiroshima in 1945. It killed overall, if you count, immediately about 60,000 people. But if you count people died from radiation poisoning and disease,、uh, they it killed really more, more or less maybe 200,000. How many grams of uranium it took to kill these people? Eight. You're very close. You're very clever. Is seven, seven grams?、Yeah. Seven grams. We live that. That's even not even, you know, a tenth of a cigarette. Okay. The the、uh, that really. What was the bomb called that they dropped in Nagasaki four days later? What was the name of that bomb? Batman. Batman. You're very clever. Science is just so beautiful, and we get so much information from it. Batman, and that also killed a, a bit, a bit less people in in.、Uh, In Nagasaki, but it's still horrible, horrible. One question for your audience, and then I will quit.、Uh, what city in the East Bay, a beautiful, a very beautiful、uh, councilwoman, quit in disgust for the corruption and the total inepticity of this city? Well, I leave it to your audience. It is a, an East Bay famous city that is known for the free speech movement. Now it is anything but free speech. Thank you all. The great show. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye bye. Thank you. I think there was a hidden message in there.、Uh, and you're listening to Minds Over Matter. I hope you're enjoying the show. Feel free to give us a call. Area code four one five eight four one four one three four. We're toll free eight six six seven nine eight eight two five five. All right. Let me give you a couple questions here. All right. So、um, this being.、Um, Getting close to Oscar season, I'll ask a I'll ask a movie question here. What was the only film musical to have two women nominated for Best Supporting Actress?、Um, What was the only film musical to have two women nominated for Best Supporting Actress, and who were they? Sounds like Chicago. Chicago, yeah, yeah. Queen、right. Latifah and Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta-Jones.、Yes. Oh, because、um, Renee Zellweger was leading actress. Actress,、right? yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Good job. Okay.、Uh, second question: What are the three most common town or city names in the U.S. that begin with a vowel? 
What are the three most common town or city names in the United States that begin with a vowel? How about... Mm, well, I was going to say Augusta, but it's overrepresented because there are two famous ones. But I don't right. know how many. Is, is that one of the three? It is not. Yeah. It is yeah. not. I will say that there are, there are 19 of the first, 19 of the second, and 18 of the third. Wow, that's a lot. And are any of them proper names? As Augusta would be, as opposed to, say, like... Elmwood. You know, yeah, Elmwood, sure. Um, well, names are so strange now. Uh, I would say generally not, no. Okay. Hmm. Um, again, what are the three most common town or city names in the United States that begin with a vowel? What about Ashland? Yes, Ooh. that is indeed one. Look at you go. Good. Nicely Good done. And all right, I'll ask you one more since you got my first. Let's see. Uh, uh, February is Black History Month. So let me ask a question about the March on Washington in 1963. Who was the youngest speaker at the March on Washington? Would it have been Julian Bond? No, not Julian Bond. Huh. But I would not ask the question if it wasn't somebody we would know. We know Julian Bond. We do. But it wasn't him. It was not him. Who was the youngest speaker at the 1963 March on Washington? Huh. Hmm? All right. So once more, uh, what are the three most common town or city names in the United States that begin with a vowel? Uh, Kira got Ashland. There are 19 Ashlands in the United States. What are the other two? And who was the youngest speaker at the 1963 March on Washington? And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Is that me? It is you. Okay, it's Roger in San Francisco. Hi, Roger. Uh, uh, one of the towns might be Astoria. That's a very good guess, and there are several Astorias, but not not in the top three anyway. It's probably something beginning with East, East something, but I'm not sure. Anyway, no, there's no there's no direction involved. So, so <laughs> okay, all right. I have some lines, less unknown lines from very famous country western songs, and let's start out with some easy ones. When tears come down like fallen rain, you'll toss around and call my name. You'll walk the floor the way I do. Your cheating heart will tell on You're you. Right, that's right. I've got a two-dollar bill, and I know I've got a I've got a hot rod Ford and a two-dollar bill, yeah. and I know a spot just over the hill. There's soda pop, and the dancing's free. If you want to have fun, come along with me. Yeah, that's Hey Good Looking, also by Hank Williams. It is. And, right. Okay. You've broken your promise, and you left me here alone. I don't know why you did, dear, but I do know that you're gone. This is also Once we're Hank out of Williams. Hank Williams, I'm out of my depth. 
There ain't no use to tarry, so let's start out tonight. We'll spread joy, oh boy, oh boy, and we'll spread it right. <laughs> then, uh, no, no, here's no. a very easy one. You can tell my arms to go back to the farm. You can tell my feet to hit the floor. Huh. Uh, no, this rings no bells. I'm sorry. No. Okay. Something How about, about any more, I guess, would be in the title. Perhaps. No. No? Okay. <laughs> no. Here's another one. She kicked out my windows. She hit me over the head. She oh, that's sat I know. and cried and said I died and then said I was dead. That's pistol back at mama. That's right. Here's another one. This is Kitty Wells, a Kitty Wells song. From the start, most every heart that's ever broken was because there always was a man to blame. <laughs> I like it. I don't know what it is. But yeah, I don't know. What is it? <laughs> okay, here's another one. Here, here's another one. Um... I've never seen a night so long when time goes crawling by. The, mu- the moon just went behind the clouds to hide his face and cry. That's uh, Hank Williams again. That's I'm so lonesome I could cry. I'm so lonesome I could cry, right. <laughs> you feed me Hank Williams songs, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it not going back to you. But. Here's one more. Lips so sweet and tender, like petals falling apart. Speak to me once more of my love, my own. No, what is that? No. Tell uh, us. As it's by Bob Wills, and uh, Patsy Klein had a big hit with it. Mm, so did a lot of other All right. Well, you should Thanks, give, us the, uh, give us the answers of the ones you haven't given us the answers to. Okay, let's see. The Kitty Will song from the start, most every heart, that's It Wasn't God Who Made Honky Tonk Angel. And uh, Lips So Sweet and Tender Like Petals Falling Upon is Rose of San Antonio. All right. Is that it? Thanks. Wasn't there one more? Was there, or not? Okay. No, that's it. That's it. Yep. Thank you so much. That was fun. Thank you. Thanks. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. Uh, feel free to give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Area code 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. And Kira, I believe it's your turn. Hey. Um, let's see. Let's see. All right. Um. You know, now I'll do my opening or my leading question for the last question. Um, I'm going to read you a short thing and then ask you three questions about it. A short story by an American lawyer and writer named John Luther Long, written based on the recollections of his sister about experiences she shared with her husband, who was a Methodist missionary, was published in nineteen or in eighteen ninety eight and adapted for the stage in nineteen hundred. So, question one: What was the title of this short story? Come play. Question two: Who adapted it as an opera? And question three: Who wrote the play that premiered on Broadway in nineteen eighty eight and that was named for and involved that opera? 
I think Josh knows this. I'm pretty sure he does. A 1993 film directed by David Cronenberg was based on this play. Mm, Now you lost me. No, I'm sure I didn't. Just go with your initial reaction. Well, go ahead, Dana. You got it. Well, you must have had a first, you look like you had a first reaction to it. Well, it sounds, I don't know the name of the story in the play, but uh, it sounds like it's uh, Madame Butterfly and and the play is by David Belasco. Yeah, that's what I would have said. I, w- I, would know, I wouldn't have necessarily said Belasco because I wasn't sure about that, but but Madame Butterfly was, that sounds like. Is that not right? Uh, so the the play that premiered on Broadway in 1988, it was named for... Oh, M. Butterfly. Oh, M. Butterfly. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Right. By? By? David Henry Wong? David Henry Wong. Yes, David Henry Henry Wong. That is correct. So the opera was... Madame Butterfly. Butterfly. Madama Butterfly. By? Puccini. Which then makes the short story and play from 1898 just... Butterfly. Madame... Madam so Butterfly. Madam Butterfly. Yeah. All right. All right. So that was that. Uh, I can give you a, another question since you finished up yes. with that one. But wait, well, uh, Cr- David Cronenberg did yeah. a, made a movie yeah, 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 yeah. of M. Butterfly? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so all the nominees for Best Actor and Supporting Actor, Best Actress and Supporting Actress, Best Writing, Adapted and Original, and Best Directing are from a total this year of 14 movies, 10 of which were nominated for Best Picture. Who are the five nominees in the aforementioned categories who are from four films that were not nominated for Best Picture? That's a that's a uh, confusing question for me anyway. Uh all right. So if you yeah, take no. all the people in in all the acting categories, in direction and in both script categories, you take all those people and you look at the movies for which they were nominated, almost all of them came from the 10 Best Picture nominees. There are only five people in those categories that were nominated for films other than the 10 in the Best Picture category. Right. right. So... I guess, Dana, let's you and me brainstorm together for a second and think, just think of, you know, notable movies from the year that didn't get uh, nominated for Best Picture. There are plenty, very few of them, as Kira points out, and I can't think of any. Um, yeah, not kind of high at the moment. Uh, I mean, what were the big releases that, that then didn't get nominated for best picture or what did or was there somebody who gave a big star turn that didn't that was in a shitty movie a crappy movie sorry um i have to think about this i know i have to think about this too nothing comes rushing to mind yeah well somebody in the audience knows all about this year's oscar nominations and uh, this will be their question i love it i love it let's let's celebrate them when they show up in our in our queue, good. Uh, by the way, Ellen uh, emailed and is wondering if human voices wake us. Is that mm-hmm. Elliot's proof rock? It is. That's good. Ellen is two for two. All right. Good job on that. And um, Ernie 
is wondering, uh, Fallen, Cold, and Dead, that's uh, Whitman's O Captain, My Captain? Correct. All right. There we go. Sure, I thought you were going to get that because I feel like at some point in our lives together, you've evinced a great fondness for Dead Poets Society, but maybe I'm confusing you with someone else. Yeah, that, that was someone else. Sorry. I apologize. I just, I just realized who it was. Never mind. Yeah. Someone I like almost as much as I like you. Aw. <laughs> um, All right. Okay. Right. Anything else? No? Okay. No, I went to a Florida high school, so uh, poetry was not high on our list of things to learn, sadly. Got it. She's lucky she knows haiku coming from Florida. Um, hi, hi, what now? Yeah. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, is that? It is you, yes. Hello. Oh, good. Hi. Hi, it's uh, Nancy in Berkeley. And hi, I Nancy. just have one guess. Uh, uh, was the youngest person at the March on Washington, John Lewis. It was John Lewis, yes. Oh, 23-year-old oh, John Lewis. Nice. Good job. And he almost, he, he almost got into trouble for being too much of a firebrand, but they worked it mm. out. Correct. Okay, that's it for me. Thanks. Is that it? Okay. Thank you, Nancy. And if you'd like to join us on a call, we would love to hear from you. Area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. Let's quickly go through. We have a lot of questions to go through here. Uh, What we have out. And Kira, start with you. All right, so I've given you uh, a list of short story titles for each title. You tell me the mainstream release movie that was based on it. The four we have left are Story of Your Life by Ted Chiang, written in, or published in 1998. The movie was 2016. Third Girl from the Right by Robert Carson, published in 1949. The movie was 1951. Trame Novella or Dream Story by Arthur Schnitzler, uh, published in 1926, became a movie in 1999. And mm-hmm. 8 O'Clock in the Morning by Ray Nelson, published in 1963, became a movie in 1988. Uh, also, um, all of the nominees for Best Actor and Supporting Actor, Best Actress and Supporting Actress, Best Writing, Adapted and Original, and Best Directing are from a total of 14 movies this year. Ten of those movies were nominated for Best Picture. Who are the five nominees in the aforementioned categories who are from the four films that were or from four films that were not nominated for Best Picture? All right. And Josh. Well, Vera and I are thinking along the same lines again today. Although this is a question I put in my file a couple months ago and haven't gotten around to until today. Uh, in the history of the Oscars. No, no, no. Before, just before you get. Oh, oh, I beg your pardon. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm completely off, off track. I apologize. Right. The questions I'm looking for are the last, the poems of which these are the last lines. And I eat men like air through Eden took their solitary way. And finally, and so cold. And parenthetically, also looking for anyone who knows the title of the. Philip Larkin poem that starts, they beat you up, your mom and dad, and ends with, and don't have any kids yourself. All right. Uh, And what do I have out? I have, what are the three most common town or city names in the United States that begin with a vowel? 
a vowel. So far we have Ashland. There are 19 Ashlands. What are the other two on that list? And that's it for me. I'll give you another question momentarily. But uh, Josh, okay, now you can give your question. All right. Sorry about that. In the history of the Oscars, there have been about 15 movies that were nominated for Best Picture and nothing else. I.e., They got exactly one nomination. Uh, my two questions on this point are, what was the most recent film in that category? And what was the only film of those that was actually that actually won Best Picture? So looking at movies that got nominated for Best Picture and for nothing else, what was the most recent such film? And what was the only film in that group that actually won the Oscar for Best Picture? The, I think, I think that one of them is Grand Hotel. That is correct. Uh, and that may be the only one that didn't win any other Oscars. That is correct. That is the, that is the only one. Or because it wasn't nominated. Conversely. Else, but, but yeah, that, that one, was, I should say. That was the only one, the only one, yeah, both is, both are true. It's the only winner that didn't get nominated for anything else. And it's the only movie that was nominated for best picture alone that actually uh, won. So what was the most recent film to have been nominated for best picture and for nothing else? Um, I found this out because I finally watched it a couple weeks, a few weeks ago, having heard about it all my life. Oh, you heard about it all your life, yeah, it's, and it's, it's the most it's, recent one. It is that that both of the yes, you're drawing the correct conclusions. So it, it's it's a vintage what flick. The, what kind of genre this the, this film is? It's a western. Oh, you heard about it all your life. Well, you know, it's a famous western. Oh, is this what about like a fistful of dollars or? It is not the fistful of dollars. It is. It wouldn't it, be Magnificent is, Seven because that would at least have gotten a score nomination. I'm sure. Right. Good thinking. Um. Huh. What are famous? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now I'm just trying to think of famous westerns that don't, at the very least, have very famous scores. Hmm. Right. I don't know. My darling Clementine. Uh, <laughs> Good guess. Good guess. Not right, but Oh, what about that? what was it? The 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 Conqueror. No. Well that's not quite a Western. Well, it's sort of it has John Oh Wayne. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was sure, just Michael filmed Wayne. in the, the, the desert. The Conqueror, yeah. the John Wayne thing. The the one that gave him all cancer. Yeah, the Conqueror. <laughs> uh that's an Eid question. Um not know. the man who shot Liberty Valance. No. Uh Okay, leave it out. Think about out. it. Just, it out. just give it once right, more. So, the, so of all the movies that have been nominated for Best Picture and nothing else, so you know, uh, what was the most recent? It was a western of you know fair vintage. It's 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 a long time since since this has happened. It happened a lot in the twenties and thirties, but um, not since then. Hmm. Okay, and let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Good morning, Tom and Debbie in Napa. Hi, Tom. Hi, Debbie. Hi, hi. So, as you, of course, all know, uh, coming up on February 11th, the 49ers will be playing in the Taylor Swift Bowl. 
So I, I, I want to ask a couple of appropriate questions. You mean the, um, the Taylor Swift Conspiracy Bowl? Isn't that what you mean? <laughs> oh, my God. It's been unbelievable reading uh, some of the spinoffs of that. So Taylor Swift will be in the news uh, this weekend with the Grammys. Uh, she has an album up, uh, and if she wins top album of the year, that would be the fourth time she's done so. And that would break a tie. She currently, with three other people, um, has three album of the year's Grammys. Can you tell me any of the other three people that she's currently tied with? They're, they're all male singers. Is Michael Jackson one of them? No. Hmm. Surprisingly, now that you say that, and this is album as opposed to you know video or single or something. Right. right. I no, just, I, I, he had a I just few read pretty this popular ones. I can't remember it now. No. So yeah. are they you, all? You and I read the same sources. I discovered. So. Yeah. Are they all male solo artists? They're certainly known in that capacity. They have worked with other people. They have backup musicians, etc. But their their fame is really. Uh, okay, so these yeah. are three solo albums that one album of the year for each of these three people. Mm. Exactly. And they're not okay. particularly contemporary uh, relative to uh, pretty much none of them are singing anymore relative to Taylor Swift, which generation or so back for all three of them. Mm, I'm not very good at this. Um, Stevie Wonder. Yes. Bing! Okay. Stevie Wonder is one of the three. All right. That I was thought he was an artist, actually. The other two are certainly as well-known, if not better. Billy Joel? Uh, no. No. Okay. One of them. How did, uh, how did Elvis do at the Grammys? Was he ever artist of the year, mm-hmm. or uh, mm-hmm. album? The like, Apparently not three. Yeah. How about Bruce Springsteen? Oh, that's good. No, good guess. These go back uh, definitely further. One oh, is like Sinatra, iconic. Bennett. But, um, anyway, I, I I will tell you. Uh, All right. Frank Sinatra is one of them, it. and Paul Simon was the other, along oh, with Stevie. All right. Cool. Yeah, you said so, Frank Sinatra, right here. I did. All right. Oh, All you right. did. I'm sorry, I missed that thing. <laughs> All righty. Um, so. Speaking of the Super Bowl, um, can you tell me the, the basically the job title of uh, this individual? Um, he's uh, been on the field for all 57 of the previous Super Bowls. He is in the Football Hall of Fame, and he's 94 years old. And what is, what is this person's? on-field connection to the Super Bowl. Does he draw the lines? Uh, pretty pretty close. Um, his title was groundskeeper, mm-hmm. and his name is George Toma, T-O-M-A, and he's been doing this uh, for quite a while. As I say, he's 94 years old. Oh. That's one record not likely to ever be broken. Lo- love the show. Thank you for doing it. And Thank you. Niners. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Uh, I think it's my turn. It is your turn. turn. Okay. What was the last state admitted to the Union 
that neither begins or ends with a vowel, and that's counting Y and W. What was the last state admitted to the union that neither begins or ends with a vowel, and I am counting Y and W? Why W? We're not we're not Welsh. Oh well, no, 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 but I'm, like I'm being I'm Kentucky. being very uh, yeah democratic about that. Um, when you say admitted to the union, does I'm sorry, if this is an, a silly question. Does that mean sure. you're excluding the thirteen colonies? No, I mean, I'm not excluding. No, oh, I'm going every the, just the oh. last state that was admitted to be, become a state yeah. in the U.S. Massachusetts, um, surely. Uh, no. No. So the last one, in other words, so in chronological oh, okay. order, what was the last one that was admitted to the U.S. Uh, going back uh, that neither begins or ends with a vowel, and I'm including Y and W. Kansas? Yes. Very good. Kansas. All right. Uh, I, I'm confused about Oh, the most recent. I'm sorry. Yes. Or the most recent. That's yeah, not the last one. yeah, I'm sorry. I had it backwards. I couldn't figure out why you guys weren't going to Massachusetts or Rhode Island or something. Okay. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Give you one more. What, what American city has a life-size statue of every president? <laughs> what American city has Orlando. a life-size bronze? Yeah, I was going to guess Orlando, the Hall of Presidents, right? That's where you were going to? That's what I assumed. Yeah. No, they're, these are all outside, actually. Mm. These are all outside. What American city has a life-size bronze statue of every president? All in parks, various parks. So I guess one, maybe it's one park. Uh, mm. It is called the City of Presidents. All right. Leave that oh. out. Kira, yeah, is Schnitzler's Traum novella is does that <laughs> sorry does that become Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Oh, that's I can see why you went there. No, it doesn't. Okay, it uh, doesn't. I know it's I know it's something that when I hear it, I'm going to go like, oh right, of course. Yeah, it's I been think bugging probably. me, but all right, carry that's on. Right. I know I, this is. I know this is Josh's way of coming around to the city of presidents, but, but, uh, no, that was, (laughs) Uh, is it somewhere in Ohio? They like to claim everything. It is not in Ohio. Okay. Okay. So again, what American city has a life-size bronze statue of every president in a park? And it is also called the city of presidents. And in the meantime, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hello. Uh, Hi. From Florida. Um, yesterday was Groundhog Day. What are four other words for a groundhog? You don't know? Uh, there's some... It, is it the same as a prairie dog, or are those different? I think uh, they're, they're different. different. <laughs> okay. I think one of them starts with ground, and it's ground something else. Uh... Like ground bear or something like that. that maybe <laughs> <Ground> beef. <laughs> oh, how no, about woodchuck? Not, woodchuck. That's it. Woodchuck oh, is, the, is the most well-known yeah, one. Yeah, right. Uh, huh. I, don't know, I can't think of anything else. Another one is called a uh, whistle pig. <laughs> I just learned that, that just from Googling. And uh, another one is called 
land beaver. Land beaver. Hmm. You know, some of these you don't know until you Google and then you find out. And, you know, uh, anyway, so what's the difference between a groundhog and a hedgehog? Location, location, location. <laughs> no, that's, part, that's kind of true. What, so what's a hedgehog? I don't think the hedgehog is sub, lives subterraneously, does it? Well, it, yeah, you're well. You're right. It's it's a different species, and uh, and it but lives in that. Europe. It lives in Europe. A hedgehog. Mm. All right. It has nothing to do with uh, Wall Street, which is like hedge fund. That's a completely different animal. Anyway, okay. Right. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, and let's see. Rita is wondering if the city of presidents is Richmond, Virginia. No, it's not. Sorry. Um, answers to poems here. Paradise Lost, Solitary Way. With Lady, okay. That is, that is Solitary correct. Way, Lady Lazarus. I'm, Ooh, I'm trying to remember. One at a time. Right. Say that again. So through Eden. Paradise took their Lost, Solitary Yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead is, yeah, through Eden took their solitary way is indeed Paradise Lost. And the other one was? Well, she has, um, is Sylvia Plath one? Yeah. Eat men like air? I eat men like air. That is the last line of Sylvia Plath's poem, Lady Lazarus. All right. There we go. Good job. Well done, anonymous emailer. Uh, Um, No, uh, Deborah. Oh, well done, Deborah. And Zach, uh, story of your life is... Arrival is arrival. Is yes, arrival Zach is correct. Thing? Story of your life is arrival based on the Saper Wharf theory, linguistic theory. But okay. uh, nice job, Zach. And Mr. Ted also had that. Uh, so well, nice job. job, Mr. Ted. There we go. All right. And uh, I'm just going to add on the last lines of poems, the only one left now, the last line is, and so cold. This is a poem that both of you know uh, quite well, uh, and you're not recognizing the last line out of context. Is this a poem that is taught frequently in schools? Is that, I have is that, no idea. Is it Poe? It is not Poe. So the last line is, and so cold? Yes. <laughs> Is your Western True Grit the first one? No, good guess, but not right. That's a good, that is a good guess. John Wayne won the Oscar for True Grit. He did. Huh, I know. I I, I don't don't know your point. Leave it out there. And in the meantime, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, this is Fran. Good morning, everyone. Hi, Fran. Fran. Hey, hi. Uh, we're going to news events. Haven't heard anything. Uh, according to what I heard on NPR uh, this week, what is the national debt number? Uh-huh. Well, it's cons- always changing, but... Uh, I know. Big. I want to say something like $13 trillion. Um, It's more, actually. Or maybe it's more? Yeah. Hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Really more, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I could really 
give any well concrete. anyway they said that it was 34 trillion 34 mm. trillion and um the interest on that can you even guess that per day on 34 trillion nope no two billion okay two billion that's i heard that this week and i think the source is accurate now um the mining of bitcoins uh, takes an extraordinary amount of electricity, a really huge amount, and which is really bad for fossil fuels and everything. And it uses, to make bitcoins for crypto currently, as much electricity as a state uses, a particular state here in the country. Can you, can you just guess the state? Give me one guess or two. It uses more electricity than the entire state uses electricity. Texas. Oh, Texas. what did you say? Sorry. I said Texas. Um, not Texas, no. Oh, we're just kind of randomly guessing on this. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's Utah. I just want to tell you that. Right. It's really amazing. But... Um, my last question is music. Um, what rock group sang the song um, Uptown and He's a Rebel? Oh, 60s, early 60s, re- Uptown. Yeah, he's and, a rebel. And he's a rebel. Yeah. Is, is that the Shirelles? No, but it is a girl group. Yeah, no, I know it's a girl group, but. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. Come on, Dana. The Ronettes? Nope. Uh, Supremes? Nope. No. I'm just guessing. We don't know. It's the Crystals. There you go. We should have known that. Good. Yeah. Thank you, friend. Listen, thank you all. Be well. Thank you very much. Um, Josh, on your poem, the last line of your poem is still out there. Is it an American poet? It is an American poet. It is an American poet and an American poem. All right. Um, okay. And next call. Oh, oh, is this going to be Robert Frost then? It is not Robert okay. Frost. All right. Um, hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hey, it's Stephen Vallejo. Oh, hi, Steve. Nice to hear from you. Hi. Uh, it's William Carlos Williams. Oh, that is correct. Ah. Can you do the whole poem? <laughs> um, I know it's about plums, but that's I can't reject yeah. the whole thing. It's called This Is Just to Say. And it's I have eaten the plums that were in the icebox. That, I remember that line. Forgive me. They were, so, they were delicious. So sweet. Yeah. Of course, I don't so remember cold. anything else. Yeah. yeah, good. Um, good job. Well done. And real quick, I know you're running out of time. Um, no, dream got a few minutes. Dream story is uh, eyes wide shut. The Kubrick. Yes, movie. nice oh. job. It is oh, good. All right. And then uh, eight o'clock in the morning is um, they live. Oh, I'm so glad you got that one. It is they live, which is a fantastic movie and a fantastic fight scene. Yeah, Kubrick and Carpenter, two of my favorite directors. So. Oh, nice. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, he was so good in that. <laughs> and Keith David, just absolutely amazing. That movie is so fantastic. 
Mm. Keith David. Uh, that's it for me. You got any questions for us, Steve? Oh, that's it. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. And let's see. Chris is wondering if the uh, the one the Oscar nomination one that you were searching for, Josh, is the yeah. search. The, the searchers. The searchers. No, good guess, but not right. Okay. He also is wondering if the city of presidents is Rapid City, South Dakota, and that is correct. It is Rapid City, South Dakota. Oh, I guess that doing? makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Wait. It does right. make sense. All right. Well, isn't that, is that by is Mount that in, Rushmore? Is that near Rushmore? It is indeed. That is the, uh, the city of, of Mount Rushmore, or the right. one close to that point. And all right, uh, next call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, uh, I forgot to tell you, what is a Google? This is very important for anybody to know. What is a Google? <laughs> we talked about Google earlier. What is a Google? It's oh, a I knew, right? Go ahead, it's, take a shot at it. What is a Google? Is it a number with, is it a million zeros after it? Or no. a billion zeros? Well, hundreds, you're very hundreds. Clo- well, not close. With hundred zeros. It was a hundred. One with hundred zero. Who invented yeah. it? A great man. He died. A great man's way. grandkid, didn't he? Who? I thought it was a great man's grandkid. I thought it. The, That's the, right. It whoever the, you're going to say, it was actually like his grandkid who came up with the name Google. No, actually, it was more recent. Yeah, something okay. invented. It was. Uh, he was known for, you know, his uh, astronomy show on uh, NPR, Carl, Carl, Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan, uh. yes. He was a great man. We really miss him. We really, truly, as you say, the good die young. Have beautiful yeah. show always, and I'm really happy to, to contribute. Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Time to clean up here. What do we got? I want to know uh, these these. Five uh, other movie Oscar nominees. All right. Well, first, uh, Third Girl Sorry. from the Right, which is the only short story that we have left, that became Ain't Misbehaving. Mm. All right. So, uh, Coleman Domingo is uh, nominated for Best Actor in Rustin. Annette Benning uh, is uh, actress, mm-hmm. and Jodie Foster, supporting actress for Nyad. Uh, Danielle Brooks, supporting actress for The Color Purple, and uh, a writing Oscar for uh, original screenplay for May December. Got it. Um, the name of the name of the uh, um, Larkin poem is called the poem. Larkin poem is called "This Be the be Verse." The, yeah. This be the verse. <laughs> and the last movie to have been nominated for an Oscar for Best Picture only and nothing else was in 1943, and that was the Oxbow Incident. Oh, all right. Okay. And how did you like that? Medium. It's you know it's got good stuff in it, and then some weird stuff that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Um, I wasn't quite sure why it's a classic, but I often feel that way. That was one of the movies, the few movies that Henry Fonda was proud of. Really? Yep. I'm sorry. And the three most common town are city names in the U.S. that begin with a vowel. That would be Ashland, nineteen of them; Oxford, nineteen of them; and Oakland, eighteen. Oh. Of them. Yes, uh, I think that's it for me. If we didn't get to your call, I do apologize. Please remember that Minds Over Matter is here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Our thanks to our panel today. That would be Kira Pace, Technical Editor, Joshua Cosman, Music Creek with San Francisco Chronicle. I've been your moderator, Dana Rodriguez. Thanks to Joanne Marr for handling the board and phones. And, of course, our thanks to you out there for taking the time to tune in and call. And have a great week, everybody. And we do hope you will join us next week.
Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.